Hey, it's Keen here. This episode was a live episode that we did for GCN's In and Out Festival. So it was live streamed on Facebook Live. So the audio you're gonna hear is the audio that went out live during this. Normally I might edit it, take out the old coughs and splutters and stuff like that, but I've left it untouched so you can relive the experience of the live show in case you didn't get to see it. Okay, here we go. Okay, we're, we're believed up. it. Our first live show, <laughs> and we are sat millions of miles apart in a social distant world. <laughs> millions is a bit generous. Like other sides of Dublin. Yeah, well, I like to exaggerate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm ready to paint a town blue. I don't know about you. <laughs> and life's not fair. <laughs> uh, we had to do a. We normally open the show for you for the first time listening with a sort of iconic. Drag Race Lions. So Although I have to say, more recently, the the iconicness has been decreasing as we're having to scrape the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, James likes to give you like a full paragraph of yeah, like yeah. conversation. I, I, I give more of a drag thesis in my opening. <laughs> <laughs> Today in the workroom... <laughs> Um, so anyway, thank you for joining us uh, for the Internet Festival for GCN. Um, we are going to be talking about the All Stars Five Queens today, the Meet the Queens, uh, which All Stars Five starts on Saturday. Are you excited? I'm very excited. But before we get to that, what I'm even more excited about is to be taking part in the GCN In and Out Digital Creative Festival, uh, which anyone watching us right now—it's so weird because I can't see the people who are watching us. But anyone yeah. who's watching us should text to donate uh, Caplocks GCN to five zero three hundred. Uh, to give four euro to support GCN and the magnificent work that they're doing, producing amazing content such as this. Mm, especially since it's Pride Month and, and a lot of typical events and stuff that can't go ahead. So by supporting your, your queer and, and your black and all of your minorities, is this is a good month to do with it. Go for it. <laughs> um, so yeah, before we get into All Stars 5 though, there's a lot of criticism about that there's too much drag race. Where do you stand on that? I don't think there's enough drag race. I think, to be fair, I also think that people who who were saying there's too much drag race were saying that in a world where you could go to the pub and get a drink. So I think if I can't get a pint, I want every country in the world to have their own version of drag race. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm just saying, like, even, even before lockdown... I was. I I feel we didn't need secret celebrity drag race, but apart from that, I felt we needed everything mm, that came before. No, I I would say that secret celebrity drag race was a lackluster lackluster presentation. It was. Uh, it was. It was something we could have done without. But I I, I went back and forth on it though because Justin Milligan was so adorable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it had one peak. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it had it had one soft <laughs> peak. It was like <laughs> like like a, like like a just about done meringue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to All Stars 5. Obviously, if well, not obviously, maybe you might not know this, but All Stars 5 was due to air in January and they pushed it back till after season 12 because they wanted to just have more of a break between All Stars. And I think it looked like it turned out quite well because now we get more content in, in quarantine to watch, which is good. I was, when this happened initially, I was kind of uncertain about it because I felt that the, and God help them, they had a much worse time, but I felt like it would pull some of the focus from the season 12 queens because obviously mm. ordinarily the way drag race would run is that you would have your newly crowned queen you would have the new batch of queens who'd be out they would be gigging they would be coming around you'd probably see them coming over to europe you'd see them like going everywhere 
yeah. then I thought when they switched it around, it was like almost they wouldn't get that moment. You'd go straight into All Stars and the excitement would be about that. But then obviously the way things were shaken down, like season 12 really was the cursed season in mm. every way except for talent where it had so much talent. And it was yeah. like they didn't get that sort of... Uh, they didn't get to do their touring anyway and they didn't really get their moment in the sun. Um, so I'm pitching All-Stars 6 to be just the entire cast of season 12, <laughs> season 12. minus Jada Essence Hall and that other one. Yeah. <laughs> you know who. Yeah, Daria. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no broccoli at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> because you were at DragCon UK, right? So yeah, everyone was. who was on this lineup was at DragCon oh, UK. Oh, God. Yeah, no, it was sort of a sad state of affairs because obviously you could tell that these were queens who... When they had like paid for their patch at DragCon UK and when they kind of were getting themselves ready and planning their their kind of like their appearances, they were planning to have All-Stars be kind of like the thing that had just been announced and for it to mm. be starting. And I mean, while some of them, uh, we'll go through the list, like some of them did kind of get crowds throughout the weekend. Like I remember kind of in particular Blair Sinclair had virtually no one going to her stand throughout the entire thing. And and, and even, um, if I remember correctly, it was like, I think like um, Shay left kind of like midway through the Sunday just because there wasn't the interest. I mean, and that is, I suppose, the, the Drag Race fandom can be a bit fickle sometimes where kind of it's yeah. like we want the new people. And the U- Drag Race UK queens, like the queues for them were phenomenal, like day in, day out. Like I think I queued for maybe maybe an hour and a half to to meet uh to meet blue hydrangea and i don't regret it because she's fab <laughs> but um, but like i i remember you could just walk right up to alexis mateo for for some of the day like some of the ggb had a big queue going on most of the time but the, the rest of them was kind of a bit like that and i did feel sorry for them then because they obviously had been working towards that being like a big moment for them mm. and now they don't even get a drag a drag con U- us either <laughs> Yeah, that's my, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> uh, Miss Cracker was over here touring a show that was, you know, supposed to be off the back of All Stars as well. So um, I think, yeah, it, it's unfortunate, but at least they'll get this, you know, some, they're getting it towards the end of lockdown. They'll so probably they get a bigger audience for, dra- for All Stars because mm. <laughs> so many people are going to be like sitting at home tuning in with nothing else to do. Yeah, swings and roundabouts, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Right, let's start with the queens, the 10 queens. Let's go alphabetically so we don't have any sort of prejudice in here. Uh, first up is <laughs> how, Alexis. How would we structure them that there was prejudice involved? Like, oh, do, do you have to your head? age. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it in order. Of let's do it by Instagram following. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, so Alexis Mateo is up first. She uh, came third in season three. And fifth in All Stars one. Um, are you a fan of Alexis Mateo? Were you the first time? Uh, now I'm going to say that I wasn't the biggest fan of Alexis Mateo. I found her quite annoying. I then and this is going to turn around. So before you know, people get like too worked up. I I did find her very annoying. <laughs> the people who I assume are watching. Don't comment. Please don't comment. Don't hate me, please. Keen usually edits this out. <laughs> no, I found her quite annoying on her season. I, I like, I didn't warm to her when I watched it the first time around. But when I've come back to watch it again, that like, I'm a freaking chorizo, and bam, like I, I do actually enjoy her. And I think the thing that made me like turn most towards her uh, about, about anything else was like th- they were doing for the um the All Stars five like in a, like in all the kind of rollout prep stuff they had. They had this video where like the queens were like asked, oh, what Pokemon character would you be? What kind of uh, what like SpongeBob SquarePants character would you be? And you could see like all the other queens were like kind of going, uh, "Oh, I'd be a Pikachu, I guess. I'm, I'd be a, a a SpongeBob. He's in that show." And she was like, <laughs> "I'm forty. 
ask me a real question. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes! you, <laughs> <Come> Alexis! <laughs> no, I think I liked her in her season. Season three is a weird season because it like, it dragged, I felt. There was like two ball challenges. People were coming and going. Carmen Carrera was in. She was out and she was at back. You know, people were coming back and leaving. It was all very strange. But I did like her. I felt she was a bit salty in All-Stars 1. Uh, but I mean, I'm sure everyone was because it was a shit show. <laughs> yeah. uh, I feel the main reason she's back is the ascension of Miss Vanjie and how that's her drag daughter. And I'm sure we're going to hear a lot about that. I would say so. And I think that like an awful lot of it is going to be kind of like this sort of being in the shadow of Vanjie and sort of like, mm. but I don't know, because she seems like she's quite proud of her. And actually, it's funny because watching the like the Meet the Queens v- video that that, that um, Wow put out and you can actually see that they have quite a similar energy to them. They're both like mm. very upbeat. They're both kind of like funky and strange and a bit kind of like funny. And, and I was like, actually I can understand the, how Alexis is a drag mother to Vanjie. Basically, I I'm excited to see what she does. I'm excited to see what she does. And I'm excited to, to sort of see if she can continue to grow on me like she did over the last couple of years. One, one stark comparison between mother and Oh, I and forgot about this. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt you right now. Worst snatch game Ever that fucking I, I was gonna say I was gonna say Alicia Silverstone she did not do Alicia Silverstone <laughs> that Alicia Keys was offensively bad that kind of like, oh I'm gonna be like a a drunk Alicia Silverstone who or, that was, that was Alicia Silverstone <laughs> Keys Alicia Keys, Keys. Uh, drunk pregnant uh, Alicia Keys who was coming on to it wasn't Ruby Rose it was um, Amber Rose. Amber Rose oh come on now that was no. That was unacceptable. No, but the same way sometimes people take a celebrity and they just allocate a character that doesn't belong to that celebrity. I'm thinking Chi Chi Devane doing Eartha Kit, for example, in season eight. Um, and just... Oh no, but like at least, at least with that one, there was kind of like some link. It was like, right, Eartha Kit linked to Catwoman, do Cat Lady. Whereas like, what even character was that? It's like, I can look like Alicia Keys, so I'm going to wear the Alicia Keys costume and then I'm just going to like be pregnant I, I, think she was just, I think she was just trying to be hood Alicia which is probably offensive where did but the like, pregnant bit come from <laughs> she was improv she was just off top of her I told Alicia, Alicia maybe Alicia Keys was pregnant at the time it made it very topical who knows <laughs> <laughs> I, it wasn't it was better than Aiden Zane yeah I mean I mean that is so, that really the bar we so. have to I mean if that's <laughs> you said the bar... worst of all time it's not worst of all time <laughs> oh did you I okay fair enough sorry sorry okay yeah thank you hashtag fact check <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, I was going to say the biggest com- difference between mother and daughter there is the tone of their voice because Alexis Mateo is always up in her higher register, sickening, no? And then Vanjie's always seems like she needs to clear her throat. She's always like, ah, repel, ah, like the proper cookie monster voice. Like. <laughs> sickening, no? Yeah. I do love that. <laughs> Have we ever seen the two of them in the same room? I mean, are you trying to claim that they're the same person? Because I no. think... I just like to see that family dynamic. <laughs> okay, uh, no, no, no. They've they've never invited me uh, over for tea. <laughs> well, uh, the first episode mini challenge is always the reading challenge, and in All Stars one, uh, Alexis won the reading challenge, so that could do well for her. Now, to be fair, in All Stars one, it had to be in the form of a chair. So yeah, I don't know. Does that help? And for her second snatch game, the the RuPaul's Gaffin, she was Shakira. Uh, but she and they won that but they mostly won because Yara Sophie is Charo so it'd be interesting to see if she gets as far as Snatch Game who she'll be because she has a bit of a redemption on her hands 
Yeah, she does need to redeem herself from that. Um, and actually, I mean, it's inter- it, what, one of the things that's going to be interesting going through these people is that an awful lot of the, the contestants in, in All-Stars 5 didn't make it to Snatch Game. So there's a lot mm. of unknown quantities, because ordinarily, like, you could see in the cast, you could look through and, well, this person did well, this, been, did, this person did well there, and you'd be able to kind of get an idea of where it's going, but there's, there's yeah. a lot of people in there where you're kind of not going to be quite so sure where they fall. I wouldn't be surprised to see Alexis Mateo miss Vanjie off the stage early on. Okay. That's what we're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, I'm not going to bring you down with me, but it's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's hard to know. I mean, she's she's versatile, but has she adapted? Like, how much has she grown? That's yeah. But in, in Drag Race, say. being versus is enough. You need to be top. <laughs> you <need> to top. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, she she won three challenges, three epi- uh, yeah, three challenges on her series, and she won one in All Stars. So that's quite good. Yeah, no, that, she's got a good track record. Yeah, and I does. do that that like promo thing. While I hated it the first time I saw it, I have grown to love it. Like the thing is, like in a, in the US of A, a woman like me oh, can yeah. have a chorizo. I'm like, good for you, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, let's move on next. Uh, Blair Saint Clair. I thought she looked like Joanne McNally in her promo look. I thought it was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm interested to see will I do declare sort of come back as a regular catchphrase or has she retired that I know she says it as her entrance line I think we saw in the promo but uh, that was kind of I like feel her. like she's distancing herself from all singing all dancing um, high school Ingenue. musical um, Blair Sinclair like she wants to go down a much edgier like 90s supermodel route yeah. and I don't know because watching the like the Meet the Queens and watching some of the videos a little bit of it seems a bit forced like kind of like, there's the bit where she walks into the workroom and she's all like oh I do declare and she's all like sexy supermodel and then someone's like oh she looks wet and it's like that's what your man said last night and I'm like are you going to be like pushing mm. the sex thing just so that you can be like look at me I'm no longer a prepubescent teenager I felt she was trying to go for, like, the salty bitchy character. Like, is she going for the villain? See, that's... Uh, oh, oh, I wouldn't like that. But <laughs> um, I would say that, like, from... She is the most stunningly beautiful drag queen I have ever seen in real life. I met her okay. at, at DragCon UK, and it, it was like looking at a, a beautiful mermaid. Hmm. Or a beautiful woman. I don't know why I had to go with mermaids. But, you know, she was she was stunning looking. And she came off as extremely sweet and extremely nice. So my yeah. worry would be that she is going to go in there thinking, right, well, I'm going to be a bitchy character to try and kind of, like, distance myself from the, the person I was uh, back in season 10. And I think that when you go in trying to be a character, it doesn't often work out yeah. well. Um, so yeah. that would be my, my fear for her because I think she has the skill and the talent. And her music is really good, that she could go super mm. far. But if she goes in there with an idea of like I want to rehabilitate my image and be a specific character then I think that could hamper her yeah so she she came ninth in all size t- or season 10 she left just before Snatch Game so we didn't get to see her uh, but she was she had fans intrigued like people were upset when she went yeah no she she like there was, I was thinking of like kind of like Nikki Doll or Rock'em Soccer this season there was like mm. that sort of person who like when they left you were genuinely sort of sorry to see them go and you felt that they had more potential than they got to show on the, the show itself. Um, yeah. So I'll be, I'm be i going to be interested to see what she does in, in Snatch Game because I know that she has like a musical theatre background um, mm-hmm. and I'd be interested to see like how she performs in like the singing and dancing challenges because I know she has sort of skills there too. Um, I, I would like to see her do well in the competition. Um, 
yeah, I, me too. I, like, I'd, I'd like to see her get to the latter, the latter half of it, because I feel like she well, didn't get to show that in the, the in, in the season she was on initially. No, and what I quite like about All Stars, and I don't know, maybe this is a bit, you know, sadistic of me, but I like to see who has like what's what's at stake. So for someone like Blair Sinclair, if she goes home in the first episode, has she really lost out much? You know, she doesn't really have much to lose. Whereas if Shay Kelly goes in the first episode, like that is like damaging the reputation. No, exactly. Yeah, like she's not walking in there. Like it's it's even yeah, she's not walking in there really with kind of like a setup of like you know kind of power through the competition. She's walking mm. in there kind of like people have an expectation she'll do well, but it's not going to be kind yeah. of uh, yeah. If she doesn't do well, it's not going to damage her reputation anyway. No, and I mean like everyone who's a fan of Blair Sinclair will still be a bla- a fan of Blair Sinclair after All Stars Five if she goes home first. You know, yeah, whereas you yeah, know yeah, yeah. she can gain. Um, so yeah, that's what interesting. Whereas someone like Alexis Mateo can go either way because she has a bit of a legacy but it's from a while ago so it's kind of like it is a bit on, on the on the edge of a coin like how it's how that will go yeah yeah someone who's also like that is up next for us Derek Barry from season eight she came fifth um she did Britney in her snatch game and she's won one challenge are you what were your thoughts <laughs> on seeing her I don't know why she's back <laughs> <laughs> it's like the person who should be saying oops I did it again is is RuPaul bringing her back I just I don't I, 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 I don't feel like she I don't feel like she deserved to go as far as she went in season 8 and I don't know that she really is going to have like advanced on much because like she still is a savage Britney Spears impersonator like no question Mm. about that and like that's what she does and she is like in that Britney box and she does it better than anyone else on the planet but I mean you know what actually if she comes back and she brings like Britney Spears Instagram stories energy I'll be all about that (laughs) I burnt down my gym Exactly, 100%. Hey, watch me dance. Um, but no, I, I, have a, I have a feeling that it's going to be a bit more the same from her. Well, I see, I think she's here for that. I'm a, I'm a multifaceted queen. I'm not just Britney Spears. I know I came and said that first time, but I'm actually here to do it this time. Yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be the arc for her. Based on her entrance look, I feel she spent it the le- least amount of effort on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't enjoy the entrance look. Um, but it was interesting uh, that she, in the like little Meet the Queens video and they're afterwards, you're like, oh, what's the first thing you're going to do when you get out of drag? She's like, oh, I'm going to take these shoes off. And I'm like, you were wearing flats. <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing little silver flats. Uh, maybe she wasn't. I don't know. And who am I to judge? But... Um, I, I don't know. I think that in, in season eight, she was a good foil to Bob the Drag Queen. She was a good villain. So I guess if she brings some of that energy, it could be fun and see if she kind of gets into some issues with some people. I think in terms of like someone, because like with, with All Stars, you really want someone who kind of has grown from their season and has a lot of progress to show or someone who maybe didn't get to like show their fullest potential on the, the show. So like, mm. or someone who deserves to come back because they, they had like, say for like Alaska or, or Shake Lady this season coming back. It's like, well, you kind of have a, a rightful run at this. Whereas at her, I don't think she fits either of those categories. And I'm not that excited to see her. But you don't know what she has in her box. Like, you don't know what she's, you know. We do. Based she on has her... Britney in her box. <laughs> based on her entrance, it looks like it's going to be more of the same. But, you know, yeah. like she probably should have come in like as Evie Oddly as the, you know, <laughs> jellyfish like she should have just come in totally she should have just come in dressed as a full pinata <laughs> <laughs> oh she should have came in dressed as kevin federline you know then she's like, oh my god 
my god that would be brilliant she should have come in yeah exactly or or if she could have come in as Britney in the denim dress and then do the big reveal and been, been Justin Timberlake in the denim shoes. <laughs> yeah. there, there you go uh, but no I <laughs> yeah. come in as J- Jamie Lynn Spears you know just one that step away at <laughs> Yeah, Jessica Simpson. Um, but no, I, I would, um, I don't know, she she was mean without necessarily being super funny. So I like, for like things like the reading challenge and like, I'd be very curious to see what she does for Snatch Game because her Snatch Game was pretty mm. the last time and like she did do quite well with that. Um, but I, I just would be curious to see what else she'll do. Yeah, who would have a similar Britney, Britney energy unless, you know, she really goes out of the well, box I mean, and tries something else? Well, I mean, like, if, we, if, we, if we're going to, like, draw wild comparisons, the last person, the only person before, one person before who did extremely Tatiana. well, Britney, Tatiana, and then she went home. So maybe she'll do Ariana Grande and she'll go home. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. History repeats itself and all that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I saw her on the list on Reddit and knew she was going to be there, I was like, okay, no, that, that could be good. Um, when I saw her entrance look, I was like... Could be an early out. Mm, yeah, no, absolutely. She didn't look like she gave an enormous amount of... Uh, although, actually, she when she came in and she was like, oh, I wanted to give you Britney up front and I didn't, then I wasn't going to do Britney again. Like, that was kind of her whole deal in season eight. But then, like, yeah. she kind of ended up drifting back into it. And she did want to do that other person for a Snatch Game. But Rue was like, no, you're here for a reason. You're doing Britney for Snatch Game. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, she, maybe she'll do that show Cantrell. It's not Blue, Blue Cantrell? No. Blue so Cantrell. Cantrell. No, I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the person. It was like something Cantrell. So Cantrell. Anyway, who knows? Kim Cantrell. Kim. Kim Cantrell. I will see her do Kim Cantrell in Snatch Game. Actually, why hasn't anyone done Kim Cantrell Snatch Game? <laughs> okay. Well, up next for us then is India Farah, and when we talk about people who have nothing to lose by going on All Stars Five. <laughs> yeah. India Farah is the best example. I would like to, you know. S- speak to a random one of our listeners who loves Drag Race and say, just keep naming queens and then see where India Farah ends up on that list if they do it all. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm i kind of excited to see her back because she didn't, she wasn't great. Was she? She wasn't I mean, great. she's, she's <laughs> the only reason she has any sort of iconography to her is because she was picked up by Mimi on first. Yeah. And I mean, I suppose you might be able to relate to that as a... Um, smaller person carried by a much bigger person <laughs> I, personal i was trying i was trying to do i was trying to do a thing there usually we could workshop this joke and we get it perfect <laughs> but uh <laughs> if you're if you're happy to compare yourself to me being first then i'm happy to be the india fair <laughs> um, so yeah, it's kind of like having a new queen on the show like she came 10th in season three which to be fair is only one spot below mariah but mariah seems to have a much bigger legacy than india yeah, um, I mean, I remember, like, what I remember of India Farah on the show, like, there is, there's, th- she has three iconic moments from the show, I think. The first was mm. walking in wearing the same outfit. The second... As Venus Delight? V- no, uh, no, Phoenix. Phoenix, that's yeah, it. Yeah, and, and they're like, oh, prison, honey. Oh, prison. It was, it was, it was the line. She said it. Look it up. Um, and then she was getting picked up by, uh, she got picked up by, by Mimi and first. And then also her like terrible weather lady in that challenge. She's like, oh, there's a hell no storm a coming. And I was like, (laughs) so I'm excited to see where she's, what, what she's gone on with. Also, she had to shut her OnlyFans down before she went on All Stars 5. So, I mean, she's already lost a revenue stream. We have to hope she does good. 
Mm, yeah i mean she is the biggest question mark she works in vegas i don't really know what she does there but like she like for this talent show she could be honing her craft like if she does a sort of talent show or variety show in vegas every day she could absolutely slay the first challenge oh no completely and i think her she makes a lot of her own outfits as well um Mm. so i'd imagine like the the outfit she was wearing herself i think she made that and i think that it is interesting to see like when she was on the show initially like her like her makeup was much heavier than than, than a lot of the queens then but now mm. kind of time have caught up with her and i do think like like obviously vegas is an incredibly competitive place to be working and she's been working there for many years so i think she has to have a lot that she's going to bring to it but you are right i think she is that kind of question mark one where it's like what exactly you don't know exactly where she's going to fall she could come in and she could surprise us she could come in and be the, that kind of like the sugarcane queen who gets sort of mm. far enough on without really showing too much of themselves and kind of like reestablishes herself um, as like a kind of like a competitive queen yeah. without sort of actually winning. The only person who seemed to recognize it straight off the bat when she entered that workroom was Mariah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh! Oh, you! No, that's just like... <laughs> Okay, uh, next up for us then is Juju B season two. Uh, she came third, and then she also came third in All Stars one. Juju B has actually, I didn't know this, never won a challenge, but she's won six lip syncs. Yeah, she's won the most. I have five here, but maybe it's six. Um, she's won the most lip syncs of any queen on the show, and I can see why. I saw her at Love Sensation last year, and she, as the you know, as that judge said to her, she gives good mouth. Yeah, no, she is a phenomenal performer. She is, like, I think that probably walking into this, this competition in most people's heads is between three queens. It, it, it's her, Cracker, and Shea Coulee. Mm. And to, for me, I'm I'm team Juju right from the outside. I think she has amazing charisma. I think she, she just seems like she's an effortless performer. So I'm very yeah. excited. Uh, I really also liked her outfit that she had when she walked in, the kind of like black sort of sensible dress, which looked like you, you could have like bought it in like store-bought rather than something like super over the top. Yeah, so it like, was an homage to her entrance for All Stars 1, right? Because yes, that's right. She was kind of underdressed for All Stars 1. Yeah. <laughs> she worked at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she did Kimora Lee for Snatch game it was like middle of the road um so it'd be interesting to see how she refined that because she's kind of somebody who's just naturally funny i don't know how well another character fits her yeah i um i yeah i'd be curious to see who she who she decides to do or what way she goes with it because i think sometimes when queens are like very naturally funny and it just sort of like vanji would be a good example of this as someone who Mm. just has that charisma when they try and like put it into a character it, it can come off kind of it can come off poorly um yeah. but i don't know i do i do think she has the skill to like turn something out pretty amazing i'll be excited mm. to see her in, on snatch game i think she'll do really well definitely i think i think this is a good spot to mention that there's um i'm sure most of the people who are watching this know but that there's going to be a format change so rather than the top two competitors lip syncing for their legacy which the winner wins the tip only one person will win each challenge and then they will lip sync against a former lip sync assassin and if they win that then they get to decide who they send home if they don't then the person sent home is done by everybody who is safe there's like a communal vote um i don't know what's going to happen if there's like a if it's a tie do they send them both home maybe um maybe but a lot of people have assassin been... yes to come into the competition oh maybe <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people i saw kind of joke online being like but juju is the ultimate lip sync assassin <laughs> she gotta come in this lip sync <laughs> against somebody who's won <laughs> So, um, yeah, 
I'd be interested to see who's going to come back for Lip Sync Assassin and will anybody be able to beat Jujubee? I would be surprised if anyone is able to beat Jujubee. I think she's mm. phenomenal. Um, although I would say that Shea Coulee will probably come with a lot of tricks up her sleeve yeah. for the thing because like the last time it slipped through her fingers those rose petals like it was mm. like you could not have seen that coming yeah. um, but I, I, I'm glad um, if we take a break here talking about the Queen so I'm gra- glad to see that um, I'm glad to see that that change in format yeah I think because I think it was needed yeah because the even though it turned out to be good television it was ultimately unrewarding to see somebody like Manila go and obviously Ben de la Creme left on her own terms but like that was still frustrating to see when somebody's slaying the competition so much and obviously we won't talk about the jury of queens who prevented Shangela from winning but yeah like each season of All Stars bar maybe two and I'm not counting one uh, has had these moments of been like oh yeah no it's, it's been frustrating to watch over the last couple of years the format sort of has hampered the queens who really want now I think on on the flip side of that though it is quite rewarding to watch television that catches you by surprise and makes you mm. feel emotions. So like, even if those emotions are like, oh my God, Ben, why did you eliminate yourself? Or, oh my God, why didn't you let uh, Shangela be? It's, it's like, it's great to feel that investment in something you're watching. Um, yeah. But at the same time, then when you kind of come down to, you know, you're kind of then looking at a lineup of queens who were like the winners of the competition and you're like, well, this person didn't necessarily, not that they didn't deserve to win, but should have the chips fall in a different way. There was someone who perhaps deserved the shot at winning or there's someone else yeah. who perhaps should have been in the mix at the end of it. And it was just sort of down to a format change that wasn't particularly fair. It, it takes away some of the fairness of the competition. Um, mm, I, I remember one of the most emotional episodes of Drag Race I watched was uh, Snatch Game for All Size 3 because I was like this is it Trixie's gonna do RuPaul it's gonna be so good a bit of background where I was I had been over <laughs> in Glasgow with my friend to see a Celtic match very out of character why, why? I <laughs> support support a friend I had a I had booked to fly home with my friend or so I had thought so we were just lounging around got a notification on my phone to be like oh you're you know check-in is closed now and I realised my flight was earlier ran to the airport big long story missed the flight so I hung overly walked to some weather spoons and watched that episode of Drag Race on my phone and because Trixie did so poorly in Snatch Game I was just like so forlorn and I was like uh, George Michael in uh, Arrested Development walking around like with my head down <laughs> just moping around but, Glasgow I mean most importantly did you download the weather spoons app so you could order the food directly to your table without having to interact with any human beings nah oh see that's I what like... I do every, 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's spectacular I mean weather spoons is awful and it's run by the actual devil so like you should never go there but um, it, it, it is uh, the most amazingly convenient app you've ever had because I think you always I don't know whenever I go to the UK I always end up going to to, to Weatherspoons on the, oh, like, there's the so day many before. of them yeah and it's like the day before you like the day you're heading home like it's somewhere you know you can go there'll be space to like leave your bags you're usually hung over you can sit down you can get on the app you can be like I'll have a large coke and fries mm. please yeah I tell myself it's cultural <laughs> what the english do it's what the british do i'm just doing that <laughs> i'm just gonna enjoy a weather spoons yeah okay fair enough I, one of my one of my friends calls it like she she's been living over there many years um and she now calls it spoons i'm like i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not enjoying that i'm not i'm not i'm not on board with that you've been called out now on television <laughs> yeah but, 
Uh, we better get back yeah. to the episode. <laughs> People are here for a reason. Um, Mariah Balenciaga is up next. I had, first of all, I would have thought she was season four, but she was actually season three, which she finished ninth. Uh, she managed to get the snatch game and she was ultimately eliminated on that episode for her Joan Crawford. She never won an episode. She's probably the one I'm actually least excited for because even India Farah has that intrigue for me. I'm very excited for Mariah Balenciaga, a.k.a. Mariah, Mariah Successful, a.k.a. Mariah Paris, whatever she calls herself. But yeah. I, I I don't know. I think that she has such an innate fierceness in her. She just seems really direct. I loved her in her season, even though maybe she didn't necessarily do great. I think she looks beautiful. Like that, that look that she had, I, I can't remember what episode it was, where she had the, the afro and the like the brown dress with the kind of cape mm. thing. It's like, that is just gorgeous and subsequently she's done an awful lot of like she would have stood in for Raja and Raven on the the fashion photo review a couple of times and she is concise she is sharp she's funny and I I think that she'll she'll understand the competition and she'll be able to perform really well in it this time around I think you say sharp she was the one on the Meet the Queens UK who was like share a hole like you're sharing a hole but to be fair and (laughs) She, they don't have Cheryl Cole. They did. She was on the X Factor, yeah, for like five minutes in those horrible purple high waisted pants before she got kicked off back to the UK. Most Her gays with in America Steve Jones should know Girls Aloud. No, I no, I I agree. I think if you are a homosexual, you need to know who Girls Aloud are, <laughs> and you need to be able to name them all. But. That doesn't mean that necessarily it got to her in 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 her bar in West Hollywood, where where she was doing her various shows. She she might have she might have been doing a different type of music. Anyway, I don't think we can hold that against her. No, we can't. To be fair, <laughs> I just hope there's a girl that out lip sync and she's like, "Who sings this?" <laughs> oh, it's that girl who shares holes. <laughs> so yeah, it should be another interesting one. Again, she doesn't have much to lose. I don't think. Um, I actually, but I feel having no. Sorry, <laughs> having um, already declared that Alexis uh, Mateo's Alicia Keys was the worst snatch game of all time, then revising that to say Patricia Quinn was. I'll now also say perhaps Alexis Mateo's Alicia Keys. I keep going to say Alicia Silverstone was slightly better than the Joan Crawford presented by Mariah Balenciaga yeah. in, uh, in in season three. It was all look like. I don't think it even was. It was sort of terrifying. Like it was like a, it was like sort of Halloween. Like a, yeah, exactly. Some kind of like a weird art house play version of Mommy mm. Dearest. I, that that was sort of to terrify the children. And also, she had a wooden hanger instead of a wire hanger. Unforgivable. That's true. Yeah. So actually, she didn't know about Cheryl Hole. She doesn't know about wire hangers. What's she even doing? Is she even gay? Someone, <laughs> someone get that that sad Is she bad even apple a drag queen? to find out whether she's <laughs> to find out whether she's actually even part of the gay community. <laughs> Uh, contestant that didn't get a snatch game is Mayhem Miller she came 10th on season 10 so one behind Blair St. Clair she did win the first challenge though and like she won it with like against tough competition so fair play to her um, and she won one lip sync but she kind of drifted away in season 10 and then she made it back by being a meme queen yeah I um, had high hope I, I really liked her in that first episode I thought that she was yeah I think she was kind of her own worst enemy. I really liked her as a queen. I thought she was going to be really strong when she came in. I thought that she was going to like mm. play through things. But then she... Kind of the same as Britta Filter, although maybe a little bit less kind of... What's the words that I want to use? In but she scenario? did better than Britta 
did. Oh yeah, but I think kind of someone who maybe came in with what felt like a lot of weight on their shoulders to do well yeah. because of where they a were reputation. coming from. Reputation, yeah. yeah. And then she didn't necessarily live up to it. I, I think she's stunning. I mean, I remember from watching that Hollisley spectacular, like her looks and that when she did that Krampus thing, like mm. that was spectacular. And then obviously her like blinking meme. I mean, come on. Yeah. Stunning. I'm not even going to try and do it. No, I know. I was like, there's no music playing and my eye bags fall right down my face. So, (laughs) Yeah, she did really well in the ball episode as well. But it could be interesting to see how she'll translate into the more comedy challenges because, you know, it's comedy heavy also. Yeah, I think she has, um, I don't know whether this means what I'm going to say, but I think she has like a really easy personality as well. Like she comes off as someone who probably will be very good in the confessionals. Mm. Like she has a sort of an easiness about her where she's got such a lovely tone to her voice as well. Like I could just listen to her speak and I'm like, so I, yeah, I, I, I hope she does well. I hope she kind of can carry on into the competition. Up next is uh, fellow season 10 queen, Miss Cracker. A fan favourite. She came fifth in season 10. Uh, she only won one challenge, which was to everyone's frustration. Um, and she didn't win any of the lip syncs. She's uh, a must real be a bit... crystal method, isn't she? <laughs> I, I was a massive Miss Cracker fan. Uh, season 10 was one of the, episodes, the only series that I actually looked at all the spoilers for. Mm. So, like, her elimination wasn't a surprise to me because obviously knew it was coming. But a lot of people seemed shocked and disappointed. Um, yeah, but I, I think that she... It wasn't surprising that she went out when she did. Um, because I think she, she had been having... She, you could see the, how stressed she was throughout the competition. You could see how much she was mm. in her own head. And she would have these flashes of, of, of brilliance. I think it was sort of a little bit like Jackie Cox in um, yeah, in the last true. season. Where it, for like the mini challenges or stuff that didn't really matter. That she didn't really have to think about. She would just be able to naturally have that quick wit and that, like that sort of charm. But when it came to the main challenges, she was so in her head that mm. she she would sort of hamper herself uh, but i think she's really funny i've been watching review of the jew since it started and i think like it's it, it's just she's got such a great sense of humor and she's such a natural performer that i i i, I just can't imagine her not getting to the top three i think she has what it takes to win as well because she's fashionable but she's also great personality and she's comedic i mean they're the main things you need right yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I do I do think that while we have 10 queens, it, it is a three-horse race, in my view. Um, and, it, like, that the, those three, any one of them would deserve to win. Um, well, that- I think it's a possible fourth horse in Angina, because we don't really know anything about Angina. That is true. Um, I don't think so, though. I'm basing this on all-stars of the days gone by, where the early queens go out early. Because they aren't as sort of part. So it's like Tatiana went out in that first oh, yeah. week. Like I know BB went much further, but I, that felt mm. a bit pushed. Um, but I, I, I can't see Angina sticking around. But look at Manila. Like Manila only went because you know because fine pick holes in my <laughs> pick, pick holes in my conspiracy theory. Whatever. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I, I don't. I don't have high hopes for Angina. Um, like I, I think that she's a fan. Like she, like 
in a way, kind of, she is the person who who kind of propelled Drag Race on. Like, she was such the fan mm-hmm. favorite in season one. She's the person that people think about. She's people have been crying out for her to be on the show. But just, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I haven't seen enough of her to really have. But that's the thing, and that's why we don't know. And based on her entrance look, I was like, okay, she is here for this competition. She's had eleven years to save us. <laughs> yeah. And she spent like, it she... all on that one outfit. <laughs> yeah. I just think she, uh, like, she could be like she could absolutely like we don't know i suppose it is and i, I think she could have everything it takes or she might stumble and fall uh, and i know which one i'm putting my money on <laughs> and again <laughs> she doesn't have that much to lose if she does stumble and fall and you never know did that sort of well i suppose it's hard to know someone like angina is she like this is my opportunity to make fans i need to do well whereas miss cracker is like i need to impress my fans like which is more pressure will it get to their heads i i think the pressure to have to impress a fan base you already have and try to grow it further is Mm. probably more than walking in when you know like you you have a certain amount of fans who are there regardless of what you do and you you're just going to grow that fan base yeah that's true and i think if miss cracker doesn't get to the final four people will be like based on her actual performance rather than being eliminated prematurely yeah i think you know uh, that could do badly on her yeah no it could look really really poor it could sort of like undermine her reputation as like one of the strongest queens to come out of the show mm. um whereas with angina she doesn't necessarily have that pressure i mean she has the pressure in another way where she is so beloved and so sort of you know people really look to her as one of the kind of founding fathers of drag race almost so it's kind of yeah you know she needs to maintain this image of someone who is accessible funny and like she has all that sort of pressure as well um but i think if she doesn't necessarily need to go far in the competition to maintain that and yeah. i don't know i've she, I, I have a feeling she that she won two challenges yeah. in season one so she obviously is you know has got chops that is true didn't rebecca glasscock also win a challenge yeah she's got chops too <laughs> <laughs> They both got pork chops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so the last queen then, and maybe the best is to last, is Shea Coulee. Season nine, third place, we'll say. Did she do better in Trinity? I don't know. Joined third. Uh, four challenges under her belt. One, one lip sync, and I was iconically knocked out by Sasha Velour in the finale. This is the biggest redemption of them all. Yeah, no, completely. I, I mean, like, the thing about it is, a lot of time, kind of, like, there's, like, this person was robbed, this person was robbed, kind of, like, a narrative goes on in Drag Race. And, and Shea Coulee is probably one of the situations where everyone's like, oh, no, no, Sickening Queen deserved to win, but rightfully was knocked out because of the this, like, what's going on, probably to be, like, one of the most iconic moments to come out of Drag Race mm. is the, like, the, the, the rose petal wig reveal. Um, But I'm so excited to see her back. I loved her in season nine i thought she was brilliant i thought she was funny and like her fashion is amazing i i I think that she absolutely will be getting through to the to to the top um to the top three absolutely Mm. or four i don't know why i keep going top three because it hasn't been a top three in all stars in ages like the top four with the song and stuff yeah top four yeah (laughs) but i'm like i'm just counting someone out i don't know who i'm counting (laughs) out but i'm counting them out even though this series only has eight episodes um so i wonder because last season four had 10 episodes. Um, but they had that sort of dub, like that episode of Dragapalooza or whatever it was called. Um, RuPaul. Oh, RuPaul, Lose, yeah. RuPaul, 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 which was, wasn't really an episode. It was just kind of four lip syncs and a lot of drama. Um, but I mean, so isn't that what you go to Drag Race for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there wasn't like a main challenge. Yeah, there was. They all had to lip sync. 
Yeah, but it was that was the tag. It was just for their life. I just sent Latrice home. Just gonna say it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm also because like I'm annoyed because I'm like that set Manila up to go home. But anyway, um, mm. but but you see what I was going to get out there is I suppose. Uh, but, like if one person goes each episode there'll only be three left so there will be a double Shantae at some point I um, don't know how they're going to work that but yeah okay okay or someone will come back which actually I quite like about All Stars because they've kind of taken the returning queens out of the main series and they've left it for, for All Stars and I yeah. kind of think that's what makes the run so confusing like when you see like Morgan McMichaels did better at All Stars 3 or finished higher <laughs> than Benz Creme, you're like ah here <laughs> but I do, I do quite like that and I think it also is it, it, like it really is for for the queens when they're involved in it like it really gives them a chance to showcase themselves they know they'll definitely get like like at least two episodes because they'll get the, whatever the, like the returning episode is i'm assuming that there's going to be some kind of a re- like th- there's always some kind of like a return element although maybe that's gone this year as well with the format change mm. yeah that's true mm. it's hard to know uh, okay well i suppose anyone watching who wants to ask us a question please do uh while if you're squirreling away trying to give a question i'm gonna ask james who do you think is going to win and who's gonna go home first i think that jujube is gonna win because i want you to and <laughs> i think that i'm gonna go I, i'm gonna go with angina i think angina is gonna go first Ooh. Okay. actually no it's no yeah okay no, I've, I've said it now i've said it <laughs> and know, same question is... to you <laughs> um yeah it's tough i i i kind of favor miss cracker to win because i think you know if we talk about those main three uh shay juju and miss cracker uh, i think miss cracker is the biggest audience um i think she probably like if it gets those three and there's a there's a vote on twitter or whatever she'll probably do the best obviously that depends on their run so i'll probably have to say miss cracker but i think everyone agrees that they'll be the top three yeah um and then first home i would go for like i'm tempted to be like india farah or mariah um because i mean they, yeah you're not we don't best. know what to expect um, <laughs> I'll, but I don't think Angina I think Angina has been waiting for a long time for this moment she'll be able to save herself and stay not you know, Angina, Angina will shine if I'm basing it off the entrance look and how much effort people put into that I'd have to go with Derek Barry yeah well this is true um, I mean that was it was a nice Britney costume um, so oh here's a question from Max who isn't on the cast that you wish was on the cast I think that's obvious Serena Chacha <laughs> <laughs> Suda Chacha is like an Angina style character, you know, who'll just grace us. No, do, do you actually who she is? She's more like, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Henny, Stacey Lane Matthews. They're, like the girl group challenge this year could be like the Serena Chacha girls. <laughs> Put on your Serena Chacha heels. <laughs> Um, no, I think that I'm gonna be at the moment. My head is so turned to um, to to season twelve that like I'm, I'm mm. I, I can't really think beyond that. I would love to see any of those those girls on it. But sort of, I suppose from the earlier seasons, people who I would love to see back on because I think they have the talent and they think that they they didn't really get Jocelyn Fox. I'm not gonna build it up. Jocelyn Fox deserves to be back on All Stars. She like was one of the best queen like if she had been on any other season there is absolutely no doubt she would have got to the final because she was comedic she was entertaining she was a great lip syncer i think that she has like she just has exactly what it takes to get to to and needs that redemption as well because i think she got brought into that season to have the kind of cheap shots from from courtney act 
and mm. kind of then was like oh you're actually really good and really clever um i mean with the exception of that like god-awful interview um with 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 the, the share family but I, I thought that she was really good what about you um i well based on the momentum of season 11 i think nina west could have been a great person to come back but maybe she needs more time to come back um and i just thought of somebody there i mean well, because... i mean did you did you bring nina west up because we've got an interview coming out with nina west next week <laughs> no that's purely serendipitous uh, <laughs> I love Kim Chi. I'd like to see her back again and have her redemption of I'm not just a fashion queen. Um, and I would also like to see someone else who just escaped my mind. Um, I can't remember. RuPaul? Oh, it's annoying me. They were just... Ru- RuPaul I was like, they had, they had, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And then some of the earlier... Oh, actually, Nina Flowers. That's it. Because Nina Flowers, similar to the vein in season one, like she's she was so artistic. And I never really hear of her anymore. Yeah, well, she doesn't seem to. From like I, I was on her, in her Instagram a while ago, and she seems to like not so much do drag anymore or drag so much as she does kind of just like mm. like gender fuck stuff and then DJing. Um, but no, she would be great to see back as well because she was a really strong queen. Um, yeah. So also, so, who do you think would be the toughest lip sync assassin? Um, obviously, Juju B is the is the first one that comes to my mind. Also, Coco Montrese was an absolute killer on the on the stage. Oh, yeah, she yeah, yeah. was like such a good lip sync assassin. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, also like Brooklyn Heights or Evie Oddly could definitely come back because that's you know, well, such an I, iconic. I, I think that lip-sync. that Evie Oddly is back for as a lip sync assassin. And are we are we given spoilers like that? Oh, are we? Oh, oh, oh. well, uh, we. <laughs> Well, I guess it doesn't spoil who goes home. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, well, if we are, um, and I actually don't even know that many spoilers. I, I think, I'm pretty sure Evie Oddly is back for one episode, and I'm pretty sure that Monet Exchange comes back to lip sync Juice by Lizzo. Ooh, and do we think that she will actually ever do that death drop? <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. Okay, so Aoife Tiernan asked, who do you think would be the biggest shitster and cause the most drama? Um, I'm going to go... Ooh, I don't, they, they seem like they could be quite a like a balanced cast. I Based on what I've seen from watching too many Jake Yonsei videos, uh, India Farah likes to stir stuff up. Uh, so I, mm. Or Derek Berry either. Now, didn't, didn't Jake Yonsei have some drama with Shea Coulee? Yes, I don't know the full details of that. Allegedly, okay. allegedly. Yeah. Everything in this video is alleged and should not be taken as fact. Please do not say hate to any brand mentioned in this video. Um, I, no, I'm gonna, I think that I think that Derek, because I think that Derek is a kind of a a, a queen who, when the chips are down, will come out fighting in that way. Um, mm. And I could see her kind of like you know stirring stirring some shit up. She did it in her own season. I think she'll do it in this season as well. Um, yeah, Blair St. Clair, as we mentioned earlier, seems to be kind of going for that sassy, so she could be yeah, a shitster like as a, well. And also, when there's really somebody really young, the older queens hate that. And like underneath that glamazon of Blair St. Clair, there's this tiny little boy. <laughs> and that could piss people off. Yeah, this really, really cruel scout. <laughs> <laughs> so, question from Grace Who would be your favourite lipstick assassin returning versus which cast member? See, would it be mean mm. to put Raven and Juju be up against each other? I think you know now that they're not being eliminated, it could be fun to see what that would turn out to be. Um, yeah, or I would like to see Yara Sofia come back and go up against Alexis Mateo. 
That's true. Remember, she she buzzed herself in for that lip sync. She was living because it. yeah, there was there was the two situation. There was like that one, but then also on the other season where it. I am correct in thinking that that was a lip sync against Alexis. It was when Yara was lip syncing against Alexis on season three, and she fell apart. Like the emotion got so much mm. to her that she just stopped performing. And Alexis, Alexis did, in my view, deserve to go on based on the challenge. And Yara would have been the rightful person to go to the, the top three. And I just was, um, I would like to see her come back and kind of for Yara to to actually there's another queen i'd love to see back is yara sophia yeah i would have rather seen yara than alexis to be honest now i would say if you go to her instagram she's done strange things to her face i mean <laughs> i mean you know, that... when you live in the in the public eye that happens to people sometimes. <laughs> that is true um but, but, but before... you remember last last season sorry uh Valentina basically had her Ariana Grande redemption moment uh, where they gave her into you to win basically at a lip sync do you reckon they could ever like bring Sasha Velour back versus Shea Coulee and like have like a Whitney sing off oh now that would be fantastic mm, yeah I, so basically Grace the answer to your question is we just want to repeat all the iconic <laughs> from the past <laughs> yeah. piss friends against each other and just yeah destroy friendships yeah exactly that's all we want <laughs> <laughs> destroy friendships um, Ryan reads asks, who will win the first episode of the talent show Mm, I feel you, like what do you think people are going to do um, what I do hope they get away from is all of the people who are doing kind of like singing their own song or like just dancing mm. I'd like to see some more like creative I, stuff I, I, I want I want to see singing I don't really want you to lip sync to a song you've written yourself because yeah. that's a challenge that people do anyway but what frustrates me though is like in the last couple of times where like so say like Adore and Trixie have performed their own music and, and Adore mm. obviously famously got like read to filth and then ended up having to go home because of it and uh, Trixie like just was safe I'm like when a performer performs a song they've written themselves they sing live they created the music I do think it like you know it's a higher standard of talent than say kind of just like doing a bit of a dance to a song you wrote yourself uh, so I'd like to see that recognised a bit more um, I don't I don't really know out of this cast what they're going to do like there's no real obvious like there's no I suppose Miss Cracker will probably do some form of comedy, I would imagine. Yeah. I um guess Shay, I'm assuming, will will sing. Um I often think so as well. They the judges really misjudge this category, I find. Like I thought Manila deserved to be in the top in All Stars Four. Well yeah, because like, she was the most drawing that painting and putting it upside down. Like that was great. Yeah, and it was like it was something interesting and different. Like it's like a variety mm. show, not like just because like the ones who just come in and just do their their like lip syncing. But I do think that the the talent show maybe for the next All Stars possibly needs to be looked at again and they need to be more sort of prescriptive about what people can and can't do because it's getting a bit tired now, so many of them just doing their like, Oh, I love the talent show, but I just think it's poorly incorrected. Like the talking tutorial from Trinity Taylor. Oh, that was funny. But what I'm saying is you're remembering all the ones fine. that were different. You're remembering all the ones that were different. You're not remembering like the fact well, that you I, watched no, five or six rem- people kind of just like I remember Monet listening. Exchange not doing well when she sang. I remember Chi remember... Devane with like <laughs> terrible like thingy majigger that she was throwing up and down. <laughs> and then Monique Carter Brown Cow stunning, which was fine. Oh, actually, do you know what? I've, I was watching All Stars Four, um, and we need to talk about the guest judges before we wrap up. But yes, we uh, I was watching. Um, I was watching All Stars Four there the other day, and uh, it was the, um, the 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 episode where spoiler alert, Monique eliminates Latrice, and I forgot how like absolutely galling it was that she used her like two like catchphrases in the like elimination speech where she's like, "This queen is really brown cow 
stunning. And she gives you the ooh-ah-ah sensation. It's like, oh my God, stop, stop. I suppose to answer the question, it's hard to know. I would say Shea Coulee just because she's such a good backup option. Yeah, I would say Shea Coulee, Miss Cracker, or Blair, because Blair, like her music is actually really good. So she just sings something of her own. Or, you know, Derek could do an amazing Britney number. But then... Or India could, you know, recreate the... the... <laughs> That's Las it. Vegas Strip. We have no idea. India could have hired Mimi on first to come out <laughs> and like pick her up. <laughs> yeah, that, that, there's some reveal in there. She could definitely come that, yeah. uh, Ricky Martin, are you excited? Um, okay, overall with these guest judges, I am not like as blown away by like some of the judge casts that I have. Ricky Martin is like a good one and a good like a strong opening cat like a strong opening one. And also for the last couple of years the like opening judges have all been kind of like big female pop singers. So it's, it's sort of fun to have a gay guy yeah. do it. Um I think the one I'm most excited for is um is is Nicole Byer. Hands down. Oh I'm excited for Jane Krakowski. I'm hoping she's there for the improv challenge like and it's just some 30 rock inspired Oh, I'm very uh, excited for that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like I, Jenna is such, such like a, a queer icon, like dipping her tampons yeah. in, in vodka. I don't, know if you, and like, I don't know if you watched um, AJ and the Queen or did no. you? No, you didn't. You, know, you didn't miss it. She makes a couple of appearances in that or she makes an okay. appearance in that. And I would say, oh, no, that was a depressing. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but I, no, she is fantastic. I'm very excited for her. Loved her in Ali McBeal, loved her in 30 Rock and loved her in, in, in Kimmy Schmidt as well. Like I think she's going to be really, really funny. Mm. Um, Jeffrey Barrett Chapman continues to be able to hold something against RuPaul to be able to continue to be featured and now also be a judge on Drag Race Canada I'm like and then Madison Beer in you know in for Penny in for Penny I can't wait for Fanula Jones' reaction to seeing Madison also me too but you know what I'm very I hope I hope she quotes herself on the runway (laughs) as I said on Secret Celebrity Drag Race sometimes when you're least yourself you're most yourself unfortunately I think Secret Celebrity Drag Race was recorded after this unfortunately um, so also like... Sam Richardson who plays Richard in Veep is on and it just goes to show that RuPaul will not rest until he has every single cast member of Veep it'll be season 14 and be like no Max Brown who is a <laughs> cameraman on Veep I'm excited for Sarah Highland um, yeah I wonder then that this actually now that, now that you're saying about this coming out in, in January obviously makes sense because Modern Family has now wrapped finished completed completed so mm. it, if this had been on in January, it would have been during the final season of Modern Family. Season, yeah. um, but good for her. I like her a lot on the show. And I think um, I, 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 I'm excited to see her as a judge. Um, question, who are your top three from uh, Louise? Has to, ha, who who are my favourites? Um, are probably the same as the three people ever. They're going to say Juju B, uh, Cracker and Shay. I'm going to pick Bo- Boring Keen but this that's it <laughs> Boring Keen uh, I'm going to pick uh, India Mariah, Mariah. <laughs> India and Mariah Mayhem. and Alexis <laughs> Can I pick Crystal Method <laughs> three times Okay we're going to have to wrap up there but thank you so much for, for watching us today um, if you listen to the, the podcast thank you as well for that you can find us at Sissy That Pod on Instagram or on Facebook where, where you are currently or watching or on Facebook us. where you're watching well, yeah, you right this that. very moment um, the Fantasy League for All Stars 5 is in our link in our link in the bio in Instagram as well so make sure you go there the lines will close at midnight on Friday so tomorrow so get your teams in then um, and that's pretty much it for the podcast James you've got some GCN news 
Uh, yeah, I mean, just to say that we're delighted to have been asked from GCN to be part of the In and Out Digital Festival. Um, it, it's been fantastic to have these events going on uh, mm. throughout the week while we're all been stuck in in lockdown, and we were delighted to be asked. Um, and if you've enjoyed watching us uh, talk crap about the <laughs> the Queens of season season five of All Stars, you should text GCN to five zero three zero zero to donate four euro to keep our queer press um, active. It's more important now than ever before. Uh, to make sure that we're we're all represented, um, exactly. and also oh, oh. more important even than that is to to go subscribe to Sissy Pod wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the most important queer press there is Sissy Pod. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.